the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 136 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 12. I'm Liam, and I'm 10, just like the last 15 episodes. (gasps) Yeah. And I'm actually almost 13. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. Not yet, though. In, like, less than a month. Not yet. But not a teenager yet. But not yet. But less than a month. You're not a teenager Mm. yet. Yeah. The sass is strong with you, young Anna. But you are not a teenager yet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the word sass. I should have said attitude. The attitude. Why don't you like the word sass? I don't know. I don't like it. Sass. Anyway. You just don't like the word or you just don't like... Uh, I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like the word. You don't like the word in itself? Yeah think it's a yucky word it's like how a lot of people feel about the word moist and pus and pus moist is perfectly fine for me yeah but the other one pus pus pus. yeah well that's because it's gross pus is gross yeah but like the way it sounds all right anyway (laughs) school is out it's the second day of uh of summer Basically, um, because, you know, we have the weekend and then Monday and Tuesday. So, yeah, um, you know, it's the second day that we would have had school that we don't have school. And we uh, we didn't record the last week of school. So it feels normal, though, because it's just like it's like a three day weekend. I feel like it'll also feel normal like a week from now because it's like, oh, it was just like a break. But mm. in a few weeks, it's going to feel really like summer. Yeah, yeah. I think the first vacation will go on. The well, first yeah. trip. Yeah, we're going camping next week. So that uh, that will make it feel like summer. Yep. We never go camping in the school year. True, true. So we're going the North Shore, the North Shore of Lake Superior, up by Duluth, and then north up to Grand Marais. And uh, we love going up there. We've gone up there, you know, the last few summers, and uh, it's just beautiful up there. And uh, yeah, so we won't be recording next week and maybe not the week after that. Uh, summer hours have officially begun at children of the forest podcast, which means, you know, I think last summer we put out four or five episodes, maybe the whole summer. So that happens. It's just what happens in the summer. So, um, we're probably going to do, we're just going to probably record, (laughs) What we're probably just going to do is record one, like, once or twice a month whenever we can get it in. Yeah, kind And then of. put it out. Yeah, and, like, uh, you know, we we really appreciate everyone sticking with us and, and, you know, still listening. I know that they say regularity is the most important thing to do to retain listeners of a podcast. And I, I always hear that advice. And I think if you're subscribed to us, our podcast is going to come through whenever we record it. So... I hopefully everyone listening is subscribed in whatever, you know, podcast thing they listen to, whether it be Apple podcast or Spotify or, you know, um, 
Google, Google Play. Yeah, so if you're not subscribed, subscribe, <laughs> and then that way, when whenever we get around to recording our next we episode, put, you'll uh, you'll actually get it. We should put our yeah. episodes out on YouTube, and it won't be us recording. It'll just be the picture of the children on the Force mm. logo, and people can listen to it. Yeah. Because what if they can't like get the? What if they just have YouTube? They can't get iTunes or recorder app. Well, they can listen on Podbean. What's that? Podbean is where our website is hosted. So uh, when I oh, when I website. yeah so at, at Children of the Force okay. at Children of the Force dot com you can go to that click on uh, listen on Podbean and there you can just play it from the internet. You don't have to have any special player. You can just go to your computer and play it from your computer on the internet. Oh my gosh, yep. my knee is the space worm. Your knee looks oh, like the exogorth. Look like the exogorth. Your knee, when you squish it together, looks Not like really. the, is like the mouth like of the exogor. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Not mean, really. Maybe like maybe when he's that. old and loses I all of his really teeth, see maybe. That. <laughs> but look, I have like this weird dot on my knees, so it looks like they is have it, like a wart in is their that mouth the or something. Flying out of the... I think they have a wart in their throats. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. It's almost as good as the other thing I did. (laughs) (laughs) The the dot on it, though, it looks like it's like a scratch, but I've always had it, and it's just like this tiny little thing poking out. Let me see. I can't pick it off. Let me see. Weird. To look at my knee while we're recording a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I feel sometimes like our podcast is too scripted, and then I listen back, and I'm like, no. It is not. <laughs> um, no, I mean, not. it is scripted, and I feel like sometimes I rush. I rush in the podcast. I feel like um, like I'm just rushing to get through instead of just breathing <sighs> and taking our time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, uh, and this is and this is why, <laughs> and yeah. this is why I try to keep us on schedule and rush through everything in hopes that we don't, you know, it's get on a fault, get is. on a deep breathing tangent or something. <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about some <gasps> Star Warsy stuff that we've been up Daddy, to. Daddy, uh, my uh, is coming. Uh, my it's coming through my legs. Stay on target. Oh my god. Stay on target. Okay. Maybe I'll even leave that other thing that you said earlier. No! The other thing that I cut out that you said earlier? No? Uh, you want me to cut that one out? Leave yeah. everything in there except. Oh shit. No, leave it. The, embarrass Anna in front of the, the funny f- word that you said? Yeah. That you didn't know what it meant? Yeah, yeah I should probably cut that out. Okay. Yeah, but leave everything else in, okay. including this mm. conversation. So then people will be like, what funny word? Yeah. And they won't know because I cut it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she, said so, she said something so it Stop. was like it was okay. ridiculous. She said it. She said it, and oh. Daddy goes, "Oh, we're gonna have to get that out of the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even know what it meant. Okay, Wait, I asked okay. her what he meant. Okay. I asked her what it right. meant. I was like, now, "Hey, Daddy, what is oh, this okay. blank?" It's up to everyone to try to figure it out now. <laughs> <laughs> we have left you mm. hanging. We've left you hanging, listener. Sorry. Anyway, Star Warsy stuff that we have been up to. Uh, I think last time we recorded, we talked about how we were watching through the Domino Squad uh, episodes, and we are currently in the middle of the worst part of it. Mm. 
we're we're in the middle of the second episode of the Umbara of the Umbara arc with General Krell, where mm-hmm. he basically just sends the clones to them their deaths. Yeah, because the clones have to obey him. Yep, because they're clones, they're soldiers. They have to do what their master tells them. Yep, and five speaks out. Fives, our last member of Domino Squad, uh, does speak up and tries to convince Rex. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. It's been a while since you guys have watched these episodes, like I said before. So you don't really remember what happens. Uh, It's kind of fun, Liam. You asked about Krell and whether something would happen to him. And I'm like, huh, I guess we'll just have to keep watching because you forgot. But you'll remember. What I asked about Krell. You're like, do they put Krell in the jail? In the jail, in the, the Jedi jail, him, the Citadel, or whatever, which is that jail, the prison specifically designed for Jedi, right? Um, They'll just like be like, oh hey, you can have one of our there's there, you can have one of the there uh, our Jedi for free. Hmm. They're not that nice. There's an interesting uh, thing that happens in Dooku Jedi Lost, which is that audio book that came out, an audio play really. With multiple actors, uh, which is one of the Star Warsy things that I've been up to. I listened to that. Um, I listened to it on my headphones, and I think we're going to try to listen to it this summer. We just need to find a good six hours where we can sit down and just listen to it all at once. Six hours long. We could. Yeah. We I'm joking. A day where we do that. We could actually. Get out and we stuff. really could. But but no. Um, I think you know car rides and stuff when it's just uh, the three of us yeah. around town. Um, that means you, you would not bring a book. On, in the car, which would be hard for you guys, but because I know you're used to reading in the car whenever we go anywhere. But you know, I want to listen to it with you. Anyway, there's a thing in uh, in Jedi Lost uh, where they mention the Citadel and sending someone there, not because they're a Jedi, but because they don't want word to get out about a certain thing that happened, which is the Jedi kind of being a little sneaky and not really cool. Part of what we see in this book is why Dooku left the Jedi, and they're not all bad reasons. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't listened to it yet, um, but uh, maybe after we all listen to it, we'll we'll talk about it more, and you'll find out. And we'll talk about it, we'll give a spoiler alert then. Um, we also, I also finished reading Master and Apprentice uh, a week or two ago, and Anna, you finished it quite a while ago, mm-hmm. and um, I think later on in the episode you're going to... Give us a little, you know, give a little spiel about Master and Apprentice. Let us know what you think. I can <laughs> talk about this stuff over the top of my head. <laughs> okay, good. All right. I'm sure you've thought about it and you've organized your thoughts since yeah, I asked definitely. you to. definitely. I totally forgot about it. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, then that'll just have to happen. So um, we'll, we'll talk about the in our review section. Okay. You have uh, until okay. from now until the review section in the podcast to... Uh, Organize your thoughts about Master. I can't Master do that. I, I, I <laughs> have joking. to focus I'm my joking. thoughts on the podcast. I know, I know, but we'll we'll talk about it later. Master and Apprentice. Uh-huh, we'll give yeah, a yeah. we'll give a spoiler warning um, yeah. toward the end. Yeah. So let's head on over to the news. And actually, you know, no, we're not. No, we're not going to head on over to the news, Al. Are you okay? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's summer and I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? I have to talk sternly to somebody now that I don't have students to <laughs> boss around anymore. <laughs> anyway, no, we're going to talk about some non-Star Warsy stuff we've been up to. Uh, we just bought, because it was on sale for half off, uh, the Spider-Man 
video game for PlayStation oh 4. Oh my gosh, I requested to like anybody who likes parkour and video games and fighting because mm. it's like the perfect balance. You can climb to the top of the Eiffel Tower. I mean, not the Eiffel. Uh, I'm sorry. Empire, I'm, just, I'm, Empire State. I'm getting confused. Ooh, Empire great, State yeah. Building. Yeah. And you can jump off and just like you can explore New York and every building in every building in the game is actually there in New York. Like, if you went to look, they... Uh, yeah, I think... Do you think even the stores well, are I mean, actually there? It's not all exactly the same because, yeah. um, but like, it's Fisk up. Tower, you know, is not in New York because that's fictional. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's there's a lot of similarities, I think, yeah. with the buildings. Yeah. And then it's just, like, there's a lot of fighting. Yeah. There's some swearing. Well, I mean, like, uh, PG-13 swearing. Not even PG swearing. Yeah, like TV swearing Fisk things says you hear. The D word a few you, times. you hear it on you hear those things on TV. They say that A word. Yep, you hear that on TV. Okay, on I just regular television. TV. I yeah, watch I know. Netflix. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's called that's called that's prime time. So There's a lot of PG. guns and shooting. People yeah, too. yeah. There is there is guns and shooting, but um, you like, you are Spider Man, so you're not like killing people really. You're just kind of webbing them up and stuff and. Um, you know, I think it's a, it, it's probably a PG 13 rated game, you know, we're talking about video games and we're going to talk about video games in our news oh, segment. Uh, but before that, <laughs> before that, what else? Uh, I got a launch key, which is a launch pad. If you ever heard of it, search it up. It's an electronic music making. Okay. So we, for some reason, um, garage band just crashed and we lost a little bit so we're gonna go back and try to remember what we said <laughs> that happens sometimes Wait, i could have um, done it perfectly so, and they wouldn't even know oh, i don't know so okay. anyway we were talking so about the launch we pad thing launch, and you got launch key launch key yeah yeah which is uh edm making controller you know and you can hook it up to ableton live which is an app mm-hmm. uh you can get on your computer yeah, and the, the, I got light, so I can't do much stuff well, in Ableton. I can't do as much. Not as much, but you can still make really yeah, cool not songs. Yeah, as and, much. But. Yeah, and... But that came with the launch key, so you didn't actually have to pay for the Ableton light at all. You just paid for the launch key. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. You only, And that was like 10 more dollars or 15 more dollars. And So yeah, it's been really fun to watch you kind of, you know, uh, learning to make music in this new program it's really hard to get used to using the program and so it's it's a challenge but you're working at it and learning more things every day on how to do it and that's fun um yeah it's cool watch uh, out i'm spider-man and yeah. i can make edm music too so we we went to guitar center to uh to buy some new guitar strings and also there was like a big dj station there and this guy was was doing beats that he brought from home on his his uh, flash drive or whatever that he just plugged right into the DJ station, and he was like mixing his songs and stuff, super loud with like they light show. His, it was like they weren't his. Songs. Well, they weren't his, but yeah, but he brought them in, and yeah. they like did something with the lights to go along. I yeah, think, I think the lights just automatically go along. I think the station controls the lights like automatically, and then you can change them too. I think that's part of the deal. Pioneer DJ controller. Was that what he was using? Yeah, he yeah. was using Pioneer DJ. Yeah, it was like a huge, had like the two turntable things and it's the, screens, and and you like were super into it. So he said, "Hey, you want me to?" Band. 
yeah. Pioneer DJ. So you said, it's hey, like you want me to show one. you? You want me to show you some stuff? And you're like, yeah, sure. So he showed you how to like mix, you know, like drop one song out and put another song in and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Fiddle with it. It was really fun. Yeah, and he super was, loud. Yeah, he, was, he was like, he was like, hey, do you want to come over here? I was like, I pushed Liam forward. I was like, yeah, this is his dream. He'd be more than happy to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the guy was really good. The guy who showed me how to do yeah. it, kind of, he was really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It was, it's, a, it's a whole big world that uh, is going to end up costing a lot of money <laughs> if you keep wanting to go into it. Um, but that's fine. You can make money someday uh, DJing parties. So that'll be cool. Um, all right. Get new DJ equipment and get more money for DJing mm. more. Yeah. Money for money. Sure. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's head on over to the news. So we got a lot of video game news, and uh, you know we were talking about Spider-Man video game and how it's kind of mature and how I still let you play it, and uh, it reminded me of an episode that we recorded a long time ago, back when we recorded in your bedroom, Liam, and your bed was facing the other way, and I, I can remember recording this episode. Um, I think I can too. Yeah, and know. and uh, and it was called Rated F for Fun, fun. because. Um, we talked about ratings and how I don't always go by them. And I think it's kind of a per kid basis. Like sometimes, you know, a PG 13 movie for one kid might be fine, but for a different kid, the same age would be not fine at all. Right. And it's kind of up to the parents. It's, and up, to, it's up to the kid yeah. and ratings aren't all for movies. Like sometimes there's something that's rated R that should really be, be rated like PG or PG 13. Well, yeah. But then can... there's sometimes, like, there was that one movie, House of the Clock in the Walls. It was oh, rated was PG. Crazy. It should have been rated PG-13. It really yeah. should have. There oh, was yeah. some very freaky parts. and Super disturbing imagery. In yeah. There. Yeah. It was uh, that should not have been a PG movie. Definitely not. If anyone is considering watching that with little kids, don't. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just don't. don't. Or fact, make sure, watch, watch it, it first. before, yeah. make sure they're ready for yeah. it. Because there's some, you could just, like, skip past the mm. creepy scenes. You could. Because You could, or just don't watch it. It's not that good of a movie. <laughs> anyway, we that does not get my stamp of stamp of approval. House of the Clock and its Walls. It's a big no. Two thumbs down. All right, so, two? um, two thumbs down. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But we're talking about a video game that we don't even know what's gonna, what it's going to be rated yet. Although I'm assuming it will be, uh, you know, 12 and up or something like that. Not E for everyone, but not M for mature, right? It'd be 12 and up, and I'll yeah. play it. What what I'm is ten. what is Spider what is Spider Man rated? I don't what's know. Battlefront Two rated? 12 and up. Is it 12 and up? I can't remember if that's a video game rating or not. I think it is. Um, I know it's not E or M. What was the other game you said? Battlefront Two. No, not Spider-Man. Spider no. They're you no. PG no. rating. Because 12 and up would be like PG-13. But then wouldn't there be like a PG rating in I video games? That's kind of E for everyone or E-10. I don't know. E I don't even know. I think Spider-Man would be PG-13. I'm really bad at video game ratings. I don't really pay attention to them. I just look at the reviews and look at the gameplay and say yes or no. Um, and we have games on the PlayStation that you, you kids do not play. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I think something like Destiny is, uh, the imagery is a little bit disturbing 
something like Battlefield is an absolutely not because it's really violent. Detroit. Uh, Detroit Become Human, Become Human is, is a great game. And, but the imagery, some of the, some of the images are very disturbing in that. And it's very adult, um, content with adult situations. So, um, yeah, you know, we, we, we take it as it comes and, uh, case by case basis. So let's talk about the video game that is coming out soon in November, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Why did you say that so slowly? Because <laughs> I, I wrote Lost Order. That's funny. Jedi Because there's Jedi Lost. Jedi Lost. lost. <laughs> Jedi. Star Wars Jedi Lost Fallen Order. <laughs> anyway. Um, lost Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fallen Order. Okay, so here it is from StarWars.com. Set in the dark times, just after the execution of Order 66, when the majority of the Jedi Order has been destroyed and survivors are being hunted down, Cal has been hiding in plain sight carving out a new life as part of the Scrapper Guild when the game begins. But when a work accident spurs him to use his abilities with the Force to help a friend, he must flee to save himself and evade capture. On the run during this single-person action-adventure game, he must stay one step ahead of the Empire while simultaneously unraveling an ancient mystery that could help restore the Jedi Order. Totally canon, one of the game developers said noting that the story was developed closely with Lucasfilm. Ooh. So, canon, I feel like when it comes to video games, is kind of tricky. Because how do you make the gameplay awesome, you know? Oh, that's so cool, force ability, you know? Like, he can run on walls, and, you know? How do you do that and stay true to what we know of force abilities? What I think is it's not canon it can't be canon because you're controlling it and different people do different things at the same time with the same person with the same setting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the exact same time and they're doing different things so that's not possible right so i think i think they're uh that's what i think what they're doing is what i would call fudging the math uh where you just uh you kind of you know you make it you you say one thing but it's not really exactly accurate and but he says it's a hundred percent totally canon so totally canon so the game the the story in the game is canon right but i think like the abilities right maybe it's not canon that cal stands still on kashik for three hours because you're not playing the game right and you just have him stand still or run in a circle for two hours right it's not canon that the character of Cal did that on Kashyyyk, right? You can do things He'd with this be a character. Psychopath if you, did that. <laughs> you can do this with you, you can do things with the character that aren't canon, right? So then, what what it has to mean is that maybe like the Force abilities are canon to a certain extent, all right? And the game will also introduce never before seen Force abilities, inc- including Force Slow. The ability to slow down another person or object. Similar to Kylo Ren's use of the Force to freeze a blaster bolt in midair in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Hmm. Light side user Cal can manipulate the Force to create an effect somewhere between a Force push and a Force pull. As if they're running through water. Okay, so I thought maybe this Force ability was just him moving so fast that everything else seemed slow. But no, it is, it is actually... 
that he's using the force to slow people down, slow the troopers down. That's interesting. Whoa. Hmm. All right. So then um, the StarWars.com databank had some additional information about the like the purge troopers, which we know uh, they're the kind of special Imperial soldiers that are hunting down the Jedi. And it says they're supposed to soften them up for the Inquisitors, right? So they're they're not the ones who are meant to kill Jedi, but they're the ones who are reporting Jedi to the Inquisitors, right? Um, it says they borrow tactics and methods first used by the Republic soldiers that accompanied Jedi generals during the Clone Wars. Hmm. Interesting. Like yeah. Most citizens of the Empire are unaware that they even exist. Purge troopers. Um, so that, that, uh, that planet that we see cal on in that first trailer where uh his co-workers falling down into the mouth of like a sarlacc or something and they're like scavengers um is the planet of baraka or Braca? i'm not sure i thought um, they were on curse on the jedi temple oh really oh no no they're like on a old ship like cutting things off of it they're they're scavengers basically they're in a scavenger guild or a scrapper guild i guess is what they call it uh, yeah, so it says decommissioned ships from all over the galaxy are brought to the inhospitable world of Baraka in the mid-rim to be salvaged. The components sold by the Scrapper Guild to the Empire and used to construct new weapons of war. Wow, that's gotta be rough for Cal. He's working with a guild that sells the stuff that he's scrapping to the Empire for them to build weapons. The very Empire that killed all of the jedi oh yeah ouch so i bet he's happy to well he's not happy to leave because he's trying to he's trying to hide right Mm -hmm. but then he has to go on the run when he uses when a a droid catches him using the force Hmm. well we see that in the in the trailer in that first trailer he he uses the force to stop his friend from falling and then you see an imperial droid saw that so then that's how they know like he's a jedi and then things happen and he has to go on the run i think yeah yeah so you know we got another trailer a new trailer for this and you know, some of the cool things that we saw were uh cal climbing an ad at which is gonna be really cool i can't wait yeah. to climb up an ad at and then take it over and use the ad at and then have sagarera jump on the ad at and say who are you yeah <laughs> that was so cool so sagarera is gonna be in this game that's awesome uh, and it sounds like he is running an operation on Kashyyyk and Cal is going to be helping him. Cal's working for Saw. Um, and this is Saw before, you know, he has the big breathing thing that he has to breathe into. This is him before. Do you think, well, do we already know how he got that? Yeah, I think he got it from, um, no, I don't know. I think he breathed some gas stuff on geonosis right when we saw him in rebels saw you know he has to use the breather thing in in uh rogue one so yeah i don't i don't remember if we know how he got that but uh but anyway so this is a younger saw younger saw um he he looks kind of like he does when he when he rescues Jin, young Jin. right Mm -hmm. he's got the bald head he looks pretty pretty young you know yeah um I've, I've seen it mentioned that what if Jin is with him what if she is in this game that as, would a, be as a child so cool. you know i don't think she'd be fighting quite yet because this is pretty soon after actually i don't think he'd have her yet 
because no, this not. is pretty soon after Order 66, it sounds like. Uh, probably a few years after, but still. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, and then we saw the gameplay trailer that they had at E3, and that was really cool. That's where we saw Saw also, and uh, we saw Saw. We saw Saw. And we, saw we also saw. saw the big spiders. And, why did uh, it have to be spiders? Why does it have to be spiders? Why? Why not butterflies? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh. Remember when no, the spiders have a trail that Ron that they that Ron and Harry have to follow to the woods oh, with the big yeah, spider? Yeah, yeah, sure. And he goes, Why does it have to be spiders? Why uh, not butterflies? Sure, sure. I Funny. knew it, that sounded like a line in Harry Potter. I just couldn't think of the exact line, so I didn't make the joke. Okay. We also saw, uh, well, Wookiees, right? They're on Kashyyyk. Um, and uh, I think we saw some psychometry, which is that force ability that uh, Quinlan Voss uses in The Clone Wars, where he can sense the past by touching an object. Uh, he can sense the past of that object, basically. Uh, now, even a human? Well... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if no. it's exactly the same, right? I think yeah. he probably could. Um, What's his name touched his helmet, though? Cal? Cal so, touched the Stormtrooper's right. helmet. Yeah, which use. is an object. Yeah, that's true. He didn't, like, touch the skin of the Stormtrooper, right? So, um, so yeah, one thing I didn't catch the first time I watched the, the gameplay trailer, but when I watched it again, it says uh, sense echo. So you can sense the echo of the past. And then, you know, by hitting this certain button, you sense echo. So that's what they're calling that force ability, which I don't, it makes sense that they wouldn't call it psychometry. I don't, that's not really a Star Wars word, um, but it's the word that we use to describe the force ability that, that uh, Quinlan Voss had in the Clone Wars. So, so maybe sense echo or echo sense is what they're calling that, that, uh, that force power. And I actually remember, I still have the theory. I think my theory still holds that. I think it's possible that Kylo Ren is using that power with Darth Vader's helmet. Or at least that's how Darth Vader's helmet talked to him once. Because he does say, show me again, grandfather. The power of the dark side, right? So it seems like Vader showed him at at some point. And uh, we might talk about that in our canon news today. But uh, let's go on to the... Uh, oh, yeah. We also saw KX, a KX droid, like K2SO. That was cool. Okay. Um, and we're going to be fighting those in the game because they're K2SO is the only nice one of those. Because you're uh, the program. <laughs> yep, yep. So we all... Okay, so then these spiders are called uh, Y-Shock spiders. What? There's three Ys. Why? Just like... Y-Shock. Just like what's it called? <laughs> like Kashyyyk. Wow. Yeah, Kashyyyk has three Ys. Oh, I thought Wait, the language. Kashyyyk. I thought the language. Oh, Shriwook. Shriwook or whatever, yeah. yeah. Has three Ys. Mm, I don't even remember. Kashyyyk only shock. has two. Yeah, those Wookie love the, Wookiees love their Ys. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, those spiders. Huge spiders. We shocked the spiders. Mm, yep. So those spiders actually feature yeah, that's pretty big in the... Do. Yep, they do. Those spiders are in the second book of Chuck Wendig's Aftermath trilogy, Life Debt, which a lot of that takes place on Kashyyyk. And, uh, yeah, they call them web web weavers in that book. uh, Instead of spiders? And Han's talking with uh, the character, and and, uh, she's like, why why would I be 
I'm not afraid of spiders. And he says, that's because most spiders are no bigger than you, your hand. These spiders, web weavers, big as you and me. She says, that's horrifying. What's more horrifying is what they do to you. She blinks. You're right. I don't want to know. <laughs> the Wookiees eat them. Chewie says they're, well, chewy. Chewie yips in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Chewy, chewy. Chewy, chewy says, says well, they're, well, chewy. chewy. <laughs> uh, what a good joke. All right, so here's my problem with this game. We know how it's going to end. We do? Cal's don't going to fail. Me. Cal's going to fail in everything. Eventually, right? The Wookiees, they don't, they don't escape. The Wookiees are what? enslaved on Kashyyyk until after Return of the Jedi. Uh, and I know that because that uh, life debt, which I just talked about, that's where the Wookiees are finally freed. Han and Chewie and their band of rebels actually free the Wookiees on Kashyyyk. Oof. Finally. Well, what if they get out and then they get back into custody? Oh, they get... They, you mean what if they... Then they get freed. If Cal frees one or two then of them? They they well, sure, custody. but then he still, still failed. He still failed. Eventually. That's why I said eventually. Maybe um, he'll free a couple of them, but for the most part, Kashyyyk is still... all of them, but then they take them all back into custody? Uh, it sounds like he's trying to rebuild the Jedi. We know that doesn't happen. Uh, so he fails at that. I'm pretty sure he's going to fail at living. Uh, what? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's not going to live past this game, right? Um, yeah, he could. What? No, Wait. we don't see him in The Force Awakens. We've never heard his name in the sequel trilogy. I mean, yeah, we is he still alive out there somewhere? I doubt it. This is before Maybe the original he's trilogy. Maybe Anteca! This Why is... would they create a video game? Oh my game? gosh. Because they're telling a story. <gasps> but it's Cal is Lor Santeca. Cal is Lor Santeca. Yes. 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 No, he's not old enough. Yes. No. No. Well, he's not old enough to be Lor Santeca because Lor Santeca is pretty old. But well, I mean, I guess he could be. I don't know. I don't think so though. He's not a force oh, user. I mean, we know what have... we know of Lor Santeca is he's not a force user. Oh, and he. But we yeah. know. <sighs> Well, he dies in The Force Awakens. This yeah. takes place after yeah, he episode three. Force. So He would have used the Force mm. to escape. Mm, maybe. So, no, I think I think Cal is... I think we're going to get to witness the end of Cal in this game. But I'm sure it'll be a sacrifice for something. Hopefully, you know, it'll be a, a good ending. We'll okay. see. And I mean... what happens in most it's... Star Wars story <laughs> mode games. Yay. What? So annoying. Yeah, they like to kill their main characters, I they guess. They do? Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> anyway. Um, this is why I don't like EA. So I'm really looking... I'm looking forward to this game, though. I think Respawn has made a good game. It it really feels like when I'm looking at it, it reminds me of um, The Force Unleashed. And Uncharted. Quite a bit, and also Uncharted. And yeah. I've seen Daddy play Uncharted a few times, mm -hmm. only like the appropriate parts, mm -hmm. and it looks like one of the funnest games. It's ever. super fun. So Uncharted has a lot of climbing in it, uh, a lot of really fun and sneaky climbing and sneaking, sneaking around and stuff. So I think um, you know, there's a lot of climbing in this game, and and Uncharted is also is that a respawn game? Hmm, can't remember. Anyway, um, no, I don't think it is. But it looks like this is going to have some of that same same feel to it, which, you know, it's going to be hard to top swinging through New York now as Spider-Man. Um, oh, yeah? 
Like that's probably the best movement in a game I've ever had. But uh, yeah, but it's Star Wars, so it's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, and actually, uh, they just announced today uh, a comic that's gonna tie in with this game. I was hoping for a book like we got with Battlefront because that's Twilight Company or not not Twilight Company. Um, that Battlefront uh, Inferno Squad book was amazing. But we're going to get a uh, five-issue miniseries, I believe, called Fallen Order Dark Temple. Oh. So it's called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple. Well, how many colons can you have in one title? Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple. Oh, uh, hiccups. Yep, that's right, Dana. <laughs> Good old hiccups. Dark Temple. <laughs> Yep, Dark Temple. Uh, so, all right. Star Wars so, Jedi Fallen Order. I had dark Temple. Oh, you can't do it. Come on. Dark Temple. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Dark Temple. <laughs> that actually wasn't on purpose. Oh my lord. Okay. Uh, Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. Hopefully the hiccups will go away while I'm talking. So. <laughs> All right, so on StarWars.com it says, The tale follows Jedi Master Eno Cordova and his impulsive Padawan, Sarah Junda, on a seemingly simple mission that becomes much more dangerous. The Jedi Council sends the pair to the remote planet Ontotho to oversee the excavation of a mysterious temple. On Ontotho, dueling forces of local resistance and ruthless security troops clash in a war for the fate of the planet, with the Jedi caught in the middle. So how does this tie into Fallen Order? Bum, bum, They're comics, bum. right? These are comics, yep. Yay. Uh, Sarah Junda, I'm probably mispronouncing that, Junda, Sarah, Carrie, Sari, Sarah... I think Sarah, it's Sarah. Sarah, Sarah uh, so this is Sarah, the character Sarah, who we see. Ooh, Sarah. Sarah, this is this is the character we see uh, in the trailers with uh, Cal. So we see her as like a person, like she's reaching out to him one time, and he's going to grab her hand. Anyway, so she she is a Jedi who, um, according to Microsoft, uh, they released some information about the characters. It says she's a former Jedi Knight on a quest to restore the Jedi Order. She needs Cal's help to unlock an ancient mystery and offers to complete his Jedi training in return. Um, okay, so back to Uncharted. Uh, <laughs> the mystery and she's trying to unlock an ancient mystery. That's whole. That's Uncharted. I mean, that is like, that's all you try to do in those games is unlock mysteries. So... But also, there's a lot of double-crossing in Uncharted, which makes me feel like she might not be completely trustworthy, and she might uh, turn on him. But, well, uh, why would she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why would she, right? We don't know much about her. So, And she's trying to unlock an ancient mystery. Does it have to do with this dark temple of the comic series? I'm not sure. But uh, And she's offering to complete his Jedi training in return for his help. Which doesn't seem like a Jedi no. thing to do. We'll see. We'll see. Um, she's going to make him help her and mm. then chat and then just like not follow her deal. Mm, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping she's legit. I'm hoping she's a, a nice person. And okay, so that's that's Fallen Order. I think we're all looking forward to it quite a bit. we got to wait till November. That's okay. 
We can wait, especially since we have Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> but now uh, we got an announcement for a new game from Lego called the Skywalker Saga. Coming out at some point in 2020. It's going to span all nine films. So episodes one through nine. And it sounds like you can start with any movie you want. So you don't have to unlock movies. But then uh, within the movie, I think you have to unlock levels. There's no definitive word yet on whether or not the first seven movies will be like redos of the originals. I mean, they're obviously they're going to have new graphics and, and redesign the characters and stuff, but I'm not sure if they're going to have the same gameplay. I don't think they will. I think it's going to be all brand new content, brand new levels, new puzzles. Everything's going to be new. I got to beat this too. Like I did the yeah. one through six. I want to yeah. try to beat all this too. It's going to be fun, I feel. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really fun, even for me. And I don't like video games much. This game is going to go back to how they used to be, where they're not saying words. They're going like, huh? Hmm. Hmm. I hate when they do that. Really? So yeah, I think people, like a lot of the hardcore Lego gamers, are really happy that they're going back to that kind of pantomimed, no actual words, (laughs) and they're just with their motion. And yeah, it, it makes it easier for them to, like... Uh, release the game worldwide and they don't have to make a different oh yeah you know track for each character in different languages and stuff and uh i think it's just going to make it easier overall for them especially nine movies in one game that's going to be a huge game too yeah it can be uh they said there's going to be hundreds of characters the most a lego game has ever had Whoa. so Pretty cool. That sounds pretty fun. Well, you're going to have to like scroll over hundred, like a ton of time. <laughs> It'll take up the whole screen like four times. Yeah. No, it's going to be fun. And finally, in the news, uh, Galaxy's Edge. That's We're not going to talk about that. Because there's too, way too much to talk about. Way too much. And we're just not going to talk about it. Um, but hopefully go, you go get to, to go to Galaxy's Wars Edge. Show and look at their thing. Because yeah. they have a lot of stuff about yeah, it. Yeah, the Star Wars show had a really good kind of recap of Galaxy's Edge. It was really funny. And it showed a lot. Like every episode. But, like, I don't want to see everything. You know? Uh, one day we will go. And that's when I want to see it. So I'm trying not to see too much from Galaxy's Edge. Because I, I want it to be an experience that I experience live someday. Like so, in person. In person. Yeah. Not on YouTube. Not on YouTube. Although YouTube is cool. Yep. Just not most, as cool as going to Galaxy's Edge. It's pretty cool. Alright. Well, let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song. Yeah. The Canon News song. Yeah. 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 So, um, this is from... Uh, Master and Apprentice, so if you haven't read it yet, you can skip if you don't want to be spoiled, but it's not a huge spoiler. Um, There is a holocron called the Holocron of Prophecies. Uh, So in Master and Apprentice, we get to see Dooku uh, being master to Obi-Wan. No, Qui-Gon, sorry. Uh, So we get to see Qui-Gon being Dooku's apprentice, right? And there's a point at which Dooku is obsessed with this holocron holocron of prophecies it's really interesting because it's kind of qui-gon's fault yeah uh, it is. qui-gon i mean it's kind of like qui-gon he sort was of interested and then duke was like no yeah and then he was like and then duke was getting into it he was like "Ooh, this is actually interesting <laughs> yeah so qui-gon was really into prophecies and then he realized that they're 
a waste of time until something happens in this book where he's like, oh, wait, maybe these there's something to these. But uh, but anyway, they show like in the far past when Dooku is his his master, because most of the book is about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, but parts of it are about Qui-Gon and Dooku. And uh, Dooku is obsessed with this prophecy that says he who learns to conquer death will, through his greatest student, live again. So that one just set my mind going. Because <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, I had to read it. If there's like, something over and, to... And over and over. Yeah. I was like, wait, I need to get this wording in my head correct. I don't even understand this. Mm-hmm. He who learns to conquer death will, 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 through his greatest student, live again. So that means someone who will learn to conquer death. So someone who will learn to be able to fight death who won't die will through his greatest student live again so he'll live because of his student like in his student wait what Is that I'm how so they will conquer death by living again through their student like they learn to conquer death then how could they live again they never died so is are they conquering death by living through their greatest student is this could it mean palpatine learning to conquer death and somehow living again through Vader, who was his greatest student. And is that how somehow we hear Palpatine's cackle? Or you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Luke Vader is dead too. But Vader's maybe Luke was whose greatest student? Palpatine. Oh, Luke's geez, dead really? Too. Luke's dead too. <laughs> what if the prophecy <laughs> isn't a dark thing? I, I thought of it as dark because Dooku was obsessed with it. But I what like if it's about to conquer death and stuff? That's well, yeah, stark. kind of, yeah. But what if it's about Luke and Ray? Luke conquers death and lives again through Ray somehow. Oh, I can imagine Ray walking around with Luke's voice. <laughs> you can imagine that. Yeah, okay, I like your imagination. Or is it about Qui Gon who learned to live on in the Force and lived again through Obi Wan, kind of being able to speak to him and in a way he passed on his his uh, knowledge to Obi Wan. So that knowledge lived on through his greatest student. So wouldn't that be interesting if that was actually about Qui-Gon and he had no idea at the time? Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. Anyway, Claudia Gray knows something. She's not telling. She does. Um, She's amazing. Also, the phrase Dark Jedi appears in this book. Just one time, and it's just in passing, about a certain Jedi from the past. Uh, But they say Dark Jedi. That's really interesting what to me. What certain Jedi? Not Sith. What, what? certain Jedi? Mm, I don't even remember the name. They were just talking about the past. Oh. And, oh, and someone was a dark oh, Jedi. Sure. And I was like, huh, isn't that Sith? Yeah. What's, what's dark Jedi? That's interesting. Um, I know that, like, gray Jedi used to be a thing in the old canon, and it's been kind of poo-pooed. By uh, Pablo, yeah. <laughs> but Pablo has poo-pooed it. Uh, <laughs> well, saying that like there's no it. such thing as a gray Jedi. No, if you poo-poo something, it means you say no. That's not real. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't make that up. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's anyway. a thing. Yeah. So if it I... is gray Jedi is a thing. You're right. Gray Jedi is a thing in old canon. <laughs> I'm gonna poo-poo no, you. No, we're not talking about poo-poo. Come on. <laughs> Oh my! Wow, wow! 
<sighs> and the Pablo and poo-poo something and then put it on Pablo. Okay, okay, let's let's keep going. One last little bit of canon news from Master and Apprentice. There are Jedi whose job it is to go out into the galaxy to find four Caesars. They are called Seekers, and they bring them to the okay. Jedi Temple. Plocoon. I don't know if Plocoon was a seeker or if he was he he happened to find Ahsoka, but um, but there are Jedi whose job it is. Which I kind of like this idea of Jedi having like certain Jedi have certain jobs. That was kind of an old canon thing too. There were even like Jedi who were farmers. You know. Yep. (laughs) What farmer Jedi? What? Yeah. Okay. And like medic Jedi, um, and you know, so well, that one makes sense. Yeah, but farmer Jedi, what would they farm? Force user potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a potato. You cut it open. There's a kyber crystal in it. Ooh, yeah, nice. Cool. Like they that. farm kyber crystals <laughs> and potatoes with kyber crystals. <laughs> All right, let's get kybo to the review, which I'm not ready for. Kyber crystals. All right, Anna. Let's hear it. Anna's, okay. Hold on. Let's uh, let's go have a review of Master and Apprentice. Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray is a book about Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn, um, and they get sent on a mission to Pijol? Pijol? Mm-hmm. Um, to um, protect the princess who is soon to be the queen of the planet. Or just, like, the city. Mm-hmm. Like, the system, yeah. I think. Yeah. System. Yeah, yeah system. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, they want to make sure that she's safe, but there's all these other stuff, and there's these people, like this group of people who are trying to stop that from happening. So Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn kind of have to make sure they don't ruin the ceremony, and then they get a little deeper and think, well, these other people are kind of, like, making this bad, and so it might be them, or, like, yeah, it's, like, who is doing it? Who's being the mean person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think this was a really good book. I give it, like, five stars. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's by Claudia Gray, so mm-hmm. five stars. Um, and I'd recommend it to people who like um, other books by Claudia Gray and to people who kind of like, um, like the more diplomatic stuff in Star Wars. Like, more about, like, Padme and, like, ruling, mm-hmm. but also, like, at, like fighting and mm, stuff. Politics and stuff. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good political intrigue. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good for off the top of my head, right? That was pretty good. Nice. Nice work. Because I have, I have, like, experience yeah. with doing that not off the top of my head on sure. paper. So that I can just compile it pretty simple in my head. Yeah, there were some new characters introduced in this book. Yes. Uh, who who really like uh, which which of the new characters uh, really struck you as as an interesting character? Did you did you like um, all of them? Were there some that? Yeah. So there's Rael, who got sent to the planet 
earlier to like be the what's 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 uh, lord regent lord so. regent so basically filled in while the princess fanry or fanry fanry i said fanry yeah. yeah that's what i said in my head Me too. Yeah. um well <laughs> fanry was like growing up so he kind of raised her and kind of took his, her seat um as and ruler a, and he is a jedi, jedi so he got sent down as one of his missions mm-hmm. um and he was actually dooku's apprentice before Qui-Gon. before qui-gon yeah yeah, yeah. And so they were kind of like had a pretty close bond when they were younger. Yeah, he's in he's in Dooku. Uh, oh really? Jedi Lost. You want to know what yes. his accent sounds like? What it sounds like this? He's got a southern <laughs> I accent. I can totally yeah. hear oh, that. So yeah. Good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. No, I, can I think, totally I think hear that. he's he's such. I could not stand Rail Avaros. Me neither. I couldn't stand he's him. Just he was so, so like full like, of himself. Full of himself and like witty and like I'm getting he, bored over he thought here. he thought no he was what he thought he was humble but he was no, not he was not um not in the slightest yeah yeah so anyway yes liam i know so yeah um you recommend the book i think it's really good um so this is not a book that was written for it's not a ya book this is a, a what's it called adult kind of science fiction book um but i think there isn't too much in it that you know, uh, would be bad for a kid to no, read. No, if anything, it's, it's, it's like less mature than Lost Stars. That's true. I yeah. think young adult books a lot of times end up being more mature when it comes to relationships and stuff yeah. than just like regular adult science fiction. Yeah, that's true. Good point. So yeah, uh, really good. Really good book. Really good book. All right, Liam, you had a question for the question and answer council, so let's head on over there. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. At Galaxy's Edge. When you, you know, how you can make a droid from, like, parts Mm -hmm. in, what's the place called? I don't remember. But it's just, like, droid, you can build a droid. It could be a BB unit, um, R2 unit, you can name it, you Mm -hmm. get to make it, you can choose your parts and what they look like, and I was wondering... If you could make one of those, mm-hmm. what would you? What would its number be? What would its nickname be? And would it be like a BB unit, or would it be an R two unit? Hmm. Astromech. Wow. Yeah. Um, I I think mine would be a BB unit. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be like BB K three or something. Okay. Um, and then their name would probably be like. I'll have to think on that part. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I would make... You know, I think I'd probably go with a BB unit, too. They're just um, so cute and faithful. Just, yeah. Um, and I think I would... Um, let's see. I would go with one... Uh, I'd make them yellow and black. And cool. I would call them uh, BBEE. And I would call them B. And they would look like a bee, because they're yellow and black, like a bee. Like a bumblebee. Oh, that's 
Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Mine would probably be like pink mm. and purple. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a little bit of blue. You know how like BB-8's like mm. blue, orange, and white. Mm. Mine would be pink, purple, and blue. Yeah, BB-8 has blue. No, he's gray, Wait. white, and orange. Hmm. Oh, right. Okay. That's what yeah. I meant. Okay. There's some black in there too. Maybe. Yeah. Um. And then. And then I'd probably call her. I want like. To call her a princess, but that that'd be too cheesy. Oh, so okay. I kind of like that though, princess. Princess. Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. Liam. So <laughs> I'm surprised that I'm not doing pink and black mm. for yeah, the too. color, because those are my two favorite colors. Mm. But I'm gonna make it blue and white, like the clone colors, mm. and it'd be a BB unit, and it'd be. BB-99. 99 for short, in honor of 99 from the Clone Wars. The the That's really so nice sweet. clone who had a malfunction mm. in its, mm-hmm. like, he being loves born. 99, though. I love 99. Yeah, That's 99. so sweet. That's, uh... How much does it so cost to make a droid? A moment of silence for 99. $100. too. For Can one. you make two? No. A hundred dollars for I one. I don't remember how much they cost. They're not and then cheap. There's two hundred dollars for making a lightsaber. Or if you want a R2D2 replica, you can pay twenty five thousand dollars. <gasps> and you get to make your own R2D2 that's fully functional, life sized, uh, and you get to decide the color scheme and uh, it has like things coming out of it that you get to decide and spend twenty five thousand dollars on it. You can do that if you want. I don't think we'll be doing that. No, I'd do that if I had the money. <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> I'd actually rather make... I'd, I'd, I'd do everything make, if I had the money. I'd, I'd rather make, like, a hundred little droids mm. than make that. Okay. Because, right. I mean, like, Maybe. it'd be cool, but yeah. where yeah. would we put it and when would we use it? Where would we put a hundred little droids? In mm. my bedroom, <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> I'd ha- it'd be like... Of course. I'd oh, be like, that'd be fun. You could room. hang, like, the BB unit from the ceiling, like, the way BB-8 hangs with, like, yeah! two little grapple hooks, you know, one on each side of the wall. I could wake up in the morning, you. give it a kiss, yeah. get ready for the day, I walk thought, away, come home, give them a hug. Oh. I thought you were going to say you could give them away to friends and people who, you know, anyone who wants a droid. That's what I thought you were going to say. But oh, yeah, I could be like, you can keep hey, you too. want a BB unit? Here you go. 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 Make it rain. Make it rain BB units. Better than money. They're your friends. They're loyal. And they're adorable. And they don't leave hair all over your house. And do other stuff in your house you don't want them doing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, that was a sprawling episode and uh, took much longer than I thought it would, but that's okay. Um, We'll end up probably cutting about half of it out. (laughs) Cut out about half of it. Let's see. Let's tell the listeners how long we recorded so then they know how many minutes I cut out. Let's see. We're at one minutes how can you and eight one hour eight minutes and 35 seconds so uh (laughs) yeah it'll be about a 45 minute episode (laughs) (laughs) one hour what eight minutes no it'll be like an hour long i'll end up cutting like eight minutes out maybe at the most all right so 
like I said, it's summer, so we might, uh, you know, we don't know when we'll see you again, but uh, it's okay. Um, don't look back. Does it tear? Don't drop? look back. Don't Going look back. down my eye. Um, it's you know, been a summer. Long day. Summer is a time of change, but you cannot stop the change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. Goodbye. Um, and remember, oh, Anna, how about a uh, yeah? a line of inspiration from Master and Apprentice? Your favorite line and my favorite line. Oh, um, we don't choose the light because we want to win. We choose it because it's the light. Yes, I love that line. Anna, it's a great also, line. Also, <laughs> um, yep, super good, super cool. Love that book. Uh, all right, so thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 136 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. Our Facebook is... Children of the Force. Our email address is... ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is... www.childrenoftheforce.com. Okay. Uh, you missed a W there, but that's fine. Uh, head on over to speakpipe, speakpipe.com slash children of the force or um and leave us a voicemail there or just leave one on your phone uh record it and email it to us we'd love to play it on the show and uh yeah send us a bunch of voice memos and then we will put a show out sooner because it'll be easier for me to put the show together because i'll have you know five minutes of you talking and then yeah so, uh, finally, please leave us a review. I'm going to stop saying on iTunes because iTunes is going away. Um, what? Yeah, they're not going to have iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts. Um, they're separating iTunes into the different apps. So, uh-huh. leave us a review. And everybody else has been saying Apple Podcasts for like two years, and I just keep saying iTunes. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcast app, or anywhere else you listen to us, like Google Play. Um, remember that or you can also... Podbean. Remember, you can also listen to us on Spotify, although I don't know if you can review us on there. I'm not sure how that works. Um, but Spotify, who doesn't have that? Though. You can follow us, yeah. A lot of um, people probably. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people don't. Request I was actually Spotify. asking who, it is amazing. who. Who doesn't have it? Um, uh, me. Yeah, you do. No? Wait, access. It has Spotify. Access to it. it has some ads. By the way, this is an ad. Hmm. <laughs> hmm, yeah. How does this work, Logic? Anyways. It has some ads, but mm-hmm. it's like just free. Mm. No, it's not free. How much is it? Oh, what do you mean it's free? Oh, Spotify's free. If you don't, yeah, it's if you, if like you listen pretty to ads, much it's free. every song. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. Is. Oh, we don't need to advertise for Spotify. People know what it is. I know. I'm saying just in case they don't. Sure. And sure. you probably all, right, all do because we know that you this. keep up to date to what's popular, to what's best at this time, which is us. Right, so we know on. that you know what Spotify Come is. On. Mm. Come on. Wow, that was. <laughs> that road is way too short. Alright, so for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you. I think it ended up being one minute and 13 minutes. One hour, 13 minutes.